we're back. This is uh, Cats uh, at Night, John Katsimatidis, uh, Judge Weinberg, Ed Cox, Lydia Serrani, and um, Albany. Albany, what the heck is going on in Albany? Well, one of the most knowledgeable people I know, uh, former uh, secretary to uh, Governor Cuomo, and not a secretary, secretary. Secretary is a technical word, but it's uh, very number powerful. one. Numero uno. Uno. Very Numero uno. Chief of staff, almost. Even bigger than chief of staff. Uh, we have Melissa DeRosa with us. Melissa, tell us, what the heck is going on? Uh, I understand now that there's uh, uh, that uh, Governor Hochul has put her foot down. Um, it's good to be with you, John. Yes, she. well, she's trying to put her foot down. I mean, those of us who have sort of gone through this process and are, are watching this play out, I think, are all sort of scratching our heads. She now seems to be very focused on the floor vote, which is obviously necessary if you're going to get your appointee or your nominee seated, but it's not sufficient. You need the votes. So, you know, she does not have the votes right now. I got off the phone shortly before this interview with someone very high up in the Senate, and she does not have the votes. On the floor. On the floor, she doesn't have the votes. On the floor, she doesn't have the votes. Even even Um, with the Republicans? With, if you include all the what, – what's happening now, which is an interesting dynamic, which is, is not surprising for people who have been in government, is she is challenging Andrea Stewart-Cousins, who is the Senate majority leader. The Senate majority leader had said this is not going to end the way that she wants. It's not going to get out of committee. They stack the committee with, you know, no votes to ensure it doesn't get out of committee. And now, you know, she's saying she's potentially going to bring a lawsuit and she's going to try to force it to the floor. Now, Putting aside whether or not she would win that lawsuit, which is not a slam dunk, I would say it's probably a 50-50 shot, but it's pretty fraught. Well, with this current court, without without having an additional extreme left person on the court, she better try the court case now because she'll never – if the extreme left wing goes on that court as the the, – well, well, we have, Melissa, it's Richard Weinberg. What you have here is they've packed the committee so they can pack the court. And that's, that's the, right. And that's the problem. By the way, the, the atmospherics of this are terrible if you're, if no. she goes into court. You're, you're stacking the committee. So this means the leadership of the Senate decides whether or not her nomination goes through as opposed to even the committee or the, or the, or the floor of the Senate as advice and consent of the Senate. Right. And Chief Judge, Chief Judge Jonathan Lippman has said very, very clearly that he believes when you say the Senate under state constitution, you mean the entire Senate. The full Senate. Right. Yep. That's right. And that's, and that's what Jonathan Lippman has said. And I've looked at it and I think it's a fair question. And I've looked at some case law and there's some case law that supports that position and is helpful. There's some case law where it's much more murky. And the thing about the state constitution, which is very clear, is that the the houses get to operate on rules decided by the houses. And traditionally, the Court of Appeals have sort of resisted getting involved in internal decision making in the houses. It's really a, a separation of powers issue. And a couple of years ago, 10 years ago, I guess now, more than that, when there was a coup in the Senate, when the Republicans joined with some renegade Democrats and took back the Senate, even though numerically Democrats controlled the Senate, the Democrats tried to take them to court and tried to, you know, prosecute a couple yeah, but, of different legal arguments. And they, they didn't intervene and they said, we can't get involved because the rules of the Senate are set by the Senate. But, yeah, but, but this is a special constitutional provision 
that says specifically that that's the advice and consent. So all the little back and forth. I think it's distinguishable. Broad broad picture, they're trying to politicize even the judicial branch of our government. That it should be not even bipartisan. It should be nonpartisan. That is extremely dangerous. That's exactly right. They're trying to take a non-political entity, the judiciary, and politicize it so we'll rubber stamp the left-wing agenda. And this guy, Judge LaSalle, if you look at the criticisms towards some their argument, it's just procedural. He just followed the law. That's why they don't want it, because he followed the law. So they want to put in somebody that's not going to follow the law simply because of their radical left agenda. Is, is no, Am I, I making it clear? Don't. You think? No, I don't disagree with you, Lydia. I, and I've said before on the show, I've read the decisions, and I agree with there's been some pretty smart analysis pieces out there on the fact that, you know, this entire thing has been twisted around, and, and they've tried to, you know, say that he's anti-choice and anti-union based on two different decisions in, in cases where really he was just upholding the law. But put all of that aside for a second. Hochul is trying to force a floor vote, but what's happening is Senate Democrats are now starting to view this as not about the judge and more about the institution. And so what you're starting to see behind the scenes is that Democrats who maybe were on the fence and would consider LaSalle are now going to get pressured to stand with their leaders. So they're going to get pressured to stand with Andrew Stewart-Cousins and Mike Gianaris, who are the number one and number two in the Senate, who I think now are viewing this more as a power struggle between the institutions and saying, you don't get to decide to tell me how to run my house. And so it's, it's becoming, and I think you're going to see this in the next couple of weeks as this continues to play out, it's almost going to become like LaSalle becomes sort of, you know, collateral in what's going to end up being an institutional fight between the governor and the Senate. And with every passing day, they're getting more dug in. So it feels to me like she's playing checkers and they're playing sort of three dimensional chess. And every time, you know, she tries to make a move, it's like they've already thought that through and gotten three steps in but, front of her. So but, I really just don't see how this ends but, well. Uh, M- Melissa, Deputy uh, Leader Generis, uh yeah. he did an extreme gerrymander and lost that one. They're yep. doing the same thing by stacking the Judiciary Committee the way they did. The atmospherics of that are terrible for him. And again, he's going to an extreme and that's going to hurt him in the end. And I'm not sure that even some of the Democrats, particularly in well, certain areas which they have won, which are typical Republican areas, are going to want to go along with him on yeah. this. But if you follow Melissa's reasoning, and I think it's very well said, it then becomes, you want to talk about the politics of, of the institutions, it then becomes in the interest of the Democrats who want to kill this nomination sure, to no. put it on the floor yep. to make an institutional yep. fight but, 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 rather than to bottle it up. The committee. common sense, moderate um, uh, New Yorkers will We're never win around. another court case in New York. If, no, I, John, if, I mean, if, listen, I think, the, I think you're right. On, the, the, the thing about this fight that's so crazy is that I don't think real people are paying attention, and actually the stakes are incredibly high. Right now, you have a legislature that's tilted so far to the left that they will pass anything, things that are very clearly not constitutional. And so you need a bench of very well-qualified, smart judges who understand the law and who are willing to uphold it regardless of politics. And so I see in the future people bringing a ton of court cases challenging legislation that gets passed with this legislature and signed with this governor, you know, because – People are pressured by far left interest groups. And the only way that the the line is going to be held is if it goes to the court and the court has the right people there. Which is why they're trying to pack the court. Yes. 
I agree with you. And so, but, uh, but I'm just saying, and I agree with the merits on so much of what you guys are saying. And I think, you know, obviously when I served under Governor Cuomo, we approached it in a much different way. You know, we put Garcia on the bench. We really wanted balance. But this is not, and for your listeners, Garcia is a Republican, but for, you know, this is not where the body is right now. And like, you're trying to have a rational discussion with irrational people. This isn't about professional government. This is about politics. And it's now turning into, excuse my language, a pissing match between the governor and the Senate Democrats. And I think that Senate Democrats are going to win. Melissa, DeRosa, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. No, Melissa DeRosa, on a, as a whole, I know this would hurt Governor Hochul tremendously if she loses this pissing match, if she loses this power struggle. But what does this do for all common sense Democrats? Because they'll be afraid to speak up and say, hey, this is crazy. We're going way too radical left. I mean, we already have that problem here in New York. Obviously, you experienced that firsthand. Janet DeFiori experienced it firsthand. So how does this hurt the common sense Democrat, the moderate, which makes up most of New York? Look, I think at some point the pendulum is going to swing back. And I think that the people that are going to end up benefiting, frankly, is the Republican Party. If the Republican Party gets its act together and stops being, you know, Trumpy, total far right nut jobs. I think if the Republican finds its moderate voice, the Republican Party finds its moderate voice. I think when you have one party rule in a sustained period of time, like we're seeing right now, and where things really tilt to a point where the pendulum swings, I think it's going to swing back. And I think you started to see that in Long Island. I think you started to see that in pockets of, you know, New York City that have always been Democratic that went Republican this time around. And so, you know, it's like I see that sort of bigger field playing out, and I think it's only kind of a matter of time. But everyone how much damage, knows, how much damage gets done until that pendulum swings how back? How many people leave New York? But, you know, the- that's a good that's a good question. And I, I think that the court is incredibly important. I think that Justice LaSalle is not, a, you know, anti-choice. He is not anti-union. But again, that's rational discussion with irrational actors. That's not the conversation that's being had right now. This is a political fight. And Hopel has dug in in a way, you know, without doing any of the politics, without neutralizing labor, without doing a whip count, without making sure she has the vote. She's sort of flailing around and making it worse for herself. And so I just think that now it's going to become, you know, who blinks and the legislature is not going to blink. Melissa, I would differ. I think all you need is 11 rational uh, Democratic senators to combine with the 21 Republicans and she wins. You know what the, you know what the Senate and the legislature will do then? They'll change the Constitution and they could do it in, in two and years. And if you, if you have their own justice, uh, uh, their own judge. Exactly. That's right. No, they can get anything done. That's right. They, they change can, the they law. Can totally, they, I, just, I the, don't see a scenario where Andrea, where the leaders put it on the floor and allow 11 breakaway members to join with the entire Republican I think the block. people I think the people who stayed in New York should yell scream and holler that the complete Senate should have the right to vote. Yep. And uh, but I'm saying John I and I don't you know constitutionally I think there's a good argument that that is their responsibility. But I just think that even if it gets to the floor I don't know that Hochul pulls it off. I think that the Senate will close ranks I think that it will become a fight of the the legislature versus her, and she'll end up going down on the floor, which will be an even bigger embarrassment and show her to be even weaker than she's already perceived. Like I said, I'd rather, I'd rather die that way than than die a slow death over four years. And I'd much rather yep. see it go to the full fourth. Everybody has to vote on I, the record 
rather than being suppressed, still, suppressed in that judiciary I still don't committee. understand why she didn't use the pay raises. Nothing motivates uh, people was, more than that money. That was a big mistake. That was a big mistake. Yeah. She doesn't know how to she play blew. chess. She doesn't know how to play yeah, chess. Exactly. She's, She's learning. playing checkers. They're playing chess. And I, you know, I don't know what her staff is doing. You know, it's like you have these responsibilities and these senior roles to do these politics, to line up these votes, and it just feels like they, they are flailing. And so, you know, I, they're doing her a disservice. It's clear she doesn't know what she's doing, and it's going to be a detriment to the court overall if they don't get it together fast. And right now it doesn't seem they are. in New York. And ultimately the state of New York. And us. Because there were no countervailing force yeah. against the crazy left. Melissa DeRosa, yeah. thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you for coming on and, and telling the uh, people of the state of New York how it is. Thank you. Talk soon, guys. Thank, thank you. you.